it, dude. <laughs> Yo, you're killing them, man. <laughs> Yo, you're you're talented, man. Oh fuck! I just try my best, man. Okay. Okay, one, two. <clears throat> oh, okay, one. I guess we can wait ten seconds because that's when it's scheduled, right? Is that is that a cool? Ah, uh, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay, sure. one, two. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, it's only five seconds. No, no, no. Okay, no right, we don't right, need because the beginning beginning shit's all a waste of time, anyways. Okay, we're going now. following is a hockey podcast out of vancouver and surrey british columbia it'll only consist of a lot of pup talk and even more bs or in actual words banter and satire enjoy and as always go canucks go oh you know us you know we're high of oh, those vancouver canucks well guess what pretty much every single betting prognosticator out there Whoa. is higher on the edmonton oilers winning the stanley cup over the vancouver canucks well guess what we're gonna break it down next vancouver canucks edmonton oilers who's winning the cup first find out next here on locked on canucks your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, 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 happy hump day and welcome to another episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Beggs, co-host here of Locked On Canucks and also a Canucks writer for Daily Hive Vancouver. Before we dive into the show, we got to thank you for tuning in to Locked On Canucks because it is your team every day part of the locked on podcast network if you haven't done so already make sure you go subscribe or follow us for free on youtube or wherever you listen to podcasts coming up on today's episode it's the canucks it's the oilers the two hottest teams in the nhl which of these two teams has the better chance of winning the stanley cup you know we're going to give our unbiased take on the situation over the next 10 minutes or so here i will also touch on the alvin extension and i might drip through my top nine moments uh in terms of uh, alvin's tenure in vancouver the nine things he's done to turn around this franchise and then finally you heard the we're going to end off on goats of the week uh from the Canuck performances last week but before any of that i got to introduce the goat in my eyes and that is Kyle Bowen, my co-host. What's going on, brother? You know the deal, okay? When Patrick Alvin and company are making their decisions in, in the next couple of weeks, maybe the next couple of days, if they're going to be buyers or not, if they're going to, you know, sacrifice the long term for the short term. I didn't say that. Alvin said that. If they're going to be doing that, they're going to be watching this episode of Locked on Canucks, for real. Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs, doing this, still talking about our Stanley Cup dreams. Because why not, man? It's the biggest dream of life. The first dream of life. I can't wait to win a Stanley Cup. Uh, do I need to pump the brakes? Maybe. Maybe. And if that's the case, I'll let loose, right? Be emotional. Be a fan on this episode of Locked on Canucks. Trevor Beggs. How are we going to start this, man? Uh, where are you, you going to take me? It's going to be a journey, man. Uh, no, it'll be a quick journey because, come on, it's Locked on Canucks, your team every day. Three segments in 30-ish minutes. Okay. Uh, the Canucks versus the Oilers. I think right now the conversation is who has the better chance of winning the Stanley Cup. And part of the reason I wanted to bring it up is because, you know, we shout out our friends at FanDuel. They might get another shout out on today's show. Oh, wow. Um, but they have the Edmonton Oilers with the second best odds of winning the what? Stanley Cup. They have the Canucks with tied for 12th. Tied for 12th in terms of having the best odds to win the Stanley Cup. So, you know, FanDuel is a bit extreme, um, especially if you're looking for value on the Canucks. There's some value there. But overall, like you look at any betting prognosticator out there, um, 
pretty much everybody has the Edmonton Oilers as Stanley Cup favorites ahead of your Vancouver Wow, experience, Canucks. Again, man. Experience. I don't think I'm like David. It's experience in that all <laughs> all Albertan Angus beef, man. I'm telling you, man. Something's given, bro. Something's given, man. I, are you serious? Okay, I, I get it. They got experience, but they also got disappointment. They also got pressure. You know what I'm saying? You know, those things matter, but in well, you got to look at it this way too, right? A lot of teams that eventually do win the cup, you just got to go through some hurdles, right? There's the mm-hmm. whole linear progression, the rebuilding. You get to the playoffs, you have some failures, and then you quick, you slowly and slowly get towards the top. Now, the Edmonton mm-hmm. Oilers could just be having one of those seasons where they figured it out. And I mean, you look at their underlying profile. It's Again, it's not just McDavid and Drysdale necessarily. Like There are other guys on the team pulling their weight now. and you know, I think this is a fascinating conversation as well because the Oilers and Canucks, I see them as kind of neck and neck in terms Whoa, of their cup odds. Come on, man. Where's your and, West Coast you, bias, you Feel free man. to disagree with me. I know I'm on lockdown Canucks, Dude, home of the West Coast serious, bias, man? but I got, also got to be real with the people as well. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. You look at uh, Money Puck right now, and they do their whole – they have this whole power rankings list where they take a bunch of numbers and throw them together. They have, surprise, surprise, the Carolina Hurricanes are the best cup odds, you know, those analytic darlings. Then the Vancouver Canucks, then the Edmonton Oilers. Those are the top three teams in the NHL, according to Money Puck. Now, I think with the Oilers and Canucks, you know, experience definitely plays into it. Um, again, even teams like the St. Louis Blues that won in 2019, like that was a team that had made the playoffs consistently. Kyle, can you think of a team off the top of your head? There's teams that have gone to the cup final, but teams that have actually won the cup, but you know, bro, without really having too much prior playoff experience. Even, even those teams that like got to the cup final and lost, like they had cup experience you know when you get to that point that's i'm not gonna say like getting to the cup final is the ultimate goal but it kind of is because the luckiest team at that point wins most of the time you know it's hard man it's hard getting there i i disagree with that to an extent like i i think injuries play a factor for sure like you gotta mm-hmm. have good injury luck but i find that usually the best team does win okay you don't find that with Stanley? Look, look look at vegas before uh, dude, last year right come on honest person honest podcast come on i was a part-time hockey watcher for the last three years okay the Can- <laughs> uh, you know signed up for this became your best friend again went back to the full-time grind so i'm gonna let you answer that you're right you're right the best team wins the stanley cup f the luck uh, where were we oh yeah the experience uh, those things matter bro you look at sports in general you barely see a team with no playoff experience having like deep runs. You know, it's, 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 I think it's like in the 5%, the 10%. If the Canucks pull it off this year, a lot of luck has to go their way and also a lot of magic. A lot of magic, man. Again, I'm dreaming. I'm high on the Canucks. Uh, look at my eyes. I'm high on the Canucks, okay? I'm dreaming of only the good things happening. And I, I, I admit it, you know, a lot of, a lot of things have to go their way. The hockey gods have to kind of have to do this for the Vancouver Canucks to kind of push them over the top because, again, experience is a big thing. But another thing that this team does have to kind of replace that experience is a lot of depth. Just a lot of depth, man. And it's when – I, when I look at the Oilers roster and I look at the Vancouver Canucks, I'm looking at our pros in the bottom six and, in the, and like, our defensemen in general, and I'm thinking, dude, this with Demko – it just leads to more success in my eyes. Yeah, I think in terms of forward depth, no question. The Canucks have better forward depth, you know. It's funny. There's some similar issues. Like, I look at Evander Kane and I look at Andre Kuzmenko. You're looking at two second-line wingers who have really struggled this year. Um, but overall, I mean, the quality of Edmonton's top six is pretty good. You got Hyman with the career, Nugent Hopkins doing his thing, uh, McDavid, Dry. So, look, those are four really good pieces. But then again, the Canucks got Pedersen. They got Miller. 
they got Besser. Um, you know, those guys are really doing their thing as well. But it's they really got the Quinn Hughes. Stick, they got right? Quinn Hughes. Yeah, I also got the forwards, but you're right. Quinn Hughes is a is a big difference maker, uh, and Edmonton doesn't really have any anyone like that. Although, you know, some Oilers fans might want to throw Evan Bouchard in the conversation, but those Oilers fans want to do it. Shut up, shut up. Bro. Evan Bouchard ain't Quinn Hughes. I don't care what the numbers say. Watch the games, man. Unbelievable. Dude, Quinn Hughes um, is playing like Connor McDavid right now. He's playing like Kale McCarr. You know how yeah, you, we used to you, always you make like those... that take. Well, I've always compared uh, Kale McCarr in the way. It's not like play style, but it's the way they dominate, the way they possess the puck. Like when they're on the ice and have the puck on their stick, everyone else is playing their game, including the players on their team, you know? So mm-hmm. I see the things that Quinn is doing this year, and I don't know. This is a scary thing to say. I don't think I'm being negative when saying this, but man, oh, man. Like he's taking a huge step this season, and again, I'm going to use the term magic, right? And then say this. Like is this the best version of Quinn Hughes? Because this is a remarkable Hall of Fame legacy holy-ish type of, type of season. Look at the stats. Look at the numbers. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think we're just, uh, personally, I think we're just getting into Quinn Thank Hughes' you. prime. I needed that. Like, I needed knock that. on wood, as long Thank as he you. stays healthy. Uh, I, right, think you could, right. I think Hughes could have multiple 100-point seasons, to be honest. Thank but, you. you know, hey, again, Trevor, Trevor, remember, you're Oilers. the guy. You're the guy. Sorry to cut you off, but you're the guy who said it before the season started. <laughs> Quinn Hughes is going to put up 100 Thanks, points. Buddy. You said it like three times, man. That's the craziest take ever. The Canucks sucked, and you yeah, said that. Well, Unreal. I've got a lot of I got a lot of bad crazy takes, but that was a good one. Um, but again, just for this season, and, and again, I think we're talking about this season, right? For this Daily Cup watch, I mean, who knows what's going to happen after this season? I think the Canucks, their Cup window is just opening. The Oilers are kind of in more so a Cup or bust mode, I would call. Although Kyle, you might disagree with the, that take. Um, but again, looking at these rosters, you know, Edmonton's defense, I think, has been sneakily been really good. They've really improved under Chris the Knob. Um, so, again, their underlying profile, too, like they're limiting chances. But here's one thing I like about the Canucks compared to the Oilers is the Canucks, month by month this season, have gotten better and better. I'm not necessarily talking about wins and losses, but look at their underlying profile through the month of January. You know, they were, for so long, this team has been, we're going to capitalize on chances, but we're not going to win possession. Now they have elite finishers, and they're one of the best possession teams in the NHL. The Edmonton Oilers right now, I know they've won 15 games in a row, which is incredible, and their numbers are pretty good. But a lot of it is goaltending luck, right? Stuart Skinner's been phenomenal. He's got rocking a save percentage of nine five three in the month of January. That's going to come back down to earth at some Ooh. point. I mean, I think the defenses in my eyes are fairly even. I would give the Canucks the edge just because of Quinn Hughes. The forward depth, I would give the Canucks the edge. Although I think you're pretty much you'd rather have Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl on your team. And goaltending, I'd probably give the Canucks the edge too. Yeah, so to me, when I look at which team is better set for a long playoff run. I think it's the Vancouver Canucks. Minus the no bias aside, Edmonton can win. At, Edmonton can win the cup on the backs of McDavid and Drysaddle if they get some depth scoring, if their defense holds, and if Stuart Skinner keeps playing above his head. But I would, tr- I would trust the Canucks right, right now. You would to go you, to win yeah, the Stanley I think what you're saying also is just like you're leaning into the floor. You know, you're leaning into the floor, being a bit higher. Again, we're delusional, man. I love it, man. We ain't pumping the brakes. I know we're going to talk about Alvin, too, in a couple of minutes, right? He said a couple things uh, alluding to the feeling around pumping the brakes, right? Maybe we're not getting Jake Gensel or Lysund home. Maybe we're just getting, I don't know, like, who who, who have we gotten in the past? A Maxime LaPierre, you know? Maybe it's those guys. So, uh, it's, gonna, it's interesting, man. I got, I got another take uh, around that, too, because if, if he goes the other way and actually does shoot for the stars, then... um. 
Yeah, someone's leaving Vancouver. We'll talk about that in a couple of minutes, okay? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, on the other side, uh, again, let us know in the comments what do you think we're delusional. Do you think the Canucks have a better chance this season of winning the Stanley Cup over the Edmonton Oilers? Are all the betting prognosticators wrong? FanDuel, Betway, whoever, whoever it is, man, mm-hmm. are, all, are all these guys wrong right now? Why are we telling um, our people every day to put $100 on the Vancouver Canucks to win the Stanley Cup? Because the odds are pretty good for a first-place team that is getting better, that has a great goal differential, that has a great goaltender, that has one of the best players in hockey in Quinn Hughes, and then has Pedersen and Miller and, and best, you know, Philip Ronick. Yo, get Come on, man. Get, I'm, jump a, I'm on a financial odds. advisor. 100, 100 bucks a day, are uh, that's just your response. No, 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 not, not like 100 bucks a day, but I'm telling, we're telling our listeners, like, you know, oh, to I do see, it, see, you know, see, like remind them, yeah, you know, make sure you yeah. put that 100 on the Canucks. Yeah, hey, on, on FanDuel, plus 2200 so 100 bucks would get you uh, $2,200. So on a battle of pay if the Canucks win the Stanley Ooh-wee. Cup. Um, if the Canucks do win the Stanley Cup, one man they're going to thank is Patrick Alvin. We'll talk about the Alvin extension on the other side. And again, in my mind, I want to bring up uh, some of the biggest reasons why Alvin has turned around the Vancouver Canucks. Before we get to that, I got a shout out. Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of one of the worst flu seasons in over a decade. This is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if Kyle or one of the bros got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from the life-saving medication they needed. Got to protect the bros. And thankfully, Jace Medical does just that. They protect the bros and the sisters. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to you and you and even you. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code Locked On to get $20 off your first order. All right, before we get to Alvin talk on the other side, I got a shout out, FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all those who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. You know, I don't know if this is a super bet, but I heard Casey is an underdog. Man, oh man, I felt this way in the AFC Conference Championship. Anytime Casey's an underdog, you probably got to sprinkle a few bucks on the Kansas City Chiefs. Also, F the 49ers. Um, whether you're betting on the Chiefs or the Niners, make sure you bet on FanDuel. They have so many ways for you to end the season with a W, including betting on which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. We back, we back on Locked On Canucks. My name is Kyle Bowen. That right there is Trevor Beggs. Doing the most, dreaming the most, being being delusional, man. I like it, man. You got to be delusional, man, if you want the grandest things in life. You also got to think that uh, this could be our year, because why not? Why not us? 
And Begsy, man, again, you and I, 30 and a half years old. I, I'm not trying to get dark here. Again, Trevor's the darkest guy on the program, but you know, you know what it is, man. We don't got many years left. So when we're in first place and our goal differential is good and we got a ton of all-stars, the sports fan in me is like, yo, we may have to win the cup this season. You know what I'm saying? I can't be dumb for saying that. I know that the Canucks, they lack some experience, but all those other things are true too. Yeah, 100%. I mean, look, I, I, I'm not like you. I'm not necessarily looking at the season as cup or bust, but I think the way that they've rocketed up to the top of the NHL, you know, they should get a fairly, nothing's easy in the NHL. We saw Seattle beat Colorado last year. Obviously, Florida was an eight seed that went to the final. Nothing's easy. But when I look at the Canucks potentially being able to win the conference, they should win at least a round. So I think, to me, the bar for them is you know, really having uh, a strong second round series, whether they win or lose, obviously we want them to win. But if they go six or seven games in the second round and play their asses off, to me that would constitute a successful season. Wow. Of course. You know, you want to win the cup. I know you're going to throw out that loser mentality. Go on your no, no, man. No, but no, to I, me, that would be a successful season. It's not the loser mentality, man. I know I know you're small, but you don't got to think small, okay? <laughs> okay, if, if Patrick Alvin thinks big, during the trade deadline, like, you know, uh, well, at the trade deadline, after he said a couple of his comments and Begsy's going to, you know, read those comments that I'm alluding to, I'm telling you, man, because I, I don't know if I'm having nightmares. I don't know if um, I'm seeing things. Yo, I'm Kyle Bowen. I'm, I may be hearing things, you know, but if Alvin goes all in and goes after a star and trades a first round pick and maybe like next year's first round pick too, brings in a couple of guys, a couple of those guys, it's probably because A, he thinks the team is really good and B, there's a 51% chance that Pedersen is leaving. Ooh, I'm, again, I'm not putting that energy on the atmosphere. Thank I, you. I've said Thank time you. Time again on this show. You can punch me, bro. So I, I I fully believe. No, I don't. I don't it's not, you can it's punch not really me. You can slap me. You know? Neck breaker. I don't care. You can break my neck after saying that. It's all good. Maybe maybe I would slap you. Slap the uh, the negativity out of you, man. Okay. There okay. you go, man. Okay. Thank you, you. Thank you. I needed that. Um, Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, you know, looking forward. I, I mean, I don't believe Pedersen's leaving, but certainly if they have more insight than I do, then yeah, maybe you do want to trade multiple first round picks and go all in. Um, but yeah, some interesting quotes from Alvin. Again, if you miss it, Alvin has now signed a three-year extension with the Vancouver Canucks. Um, and, you know, he did talk a bit about the deadline. And he said a couple of things that are interesting. He said, quote, I want to get into specific needs. But in general, we're looking at different areas and what's available. We all know you need to have depth down the stretch to be successful. So we'll see and act accordingly based on what's available. Now, I think what's available is a big part of it, right? You know, you have so much parity in today's NHL. It does, in a sense, make it harder to buy at the deadline because there are maybe 23 or 22 teams that think they're in it, right? And there's 10 sellers. So, um, but we'll see. We'll see how they they navigate it this time in their first year as a contender. Uh, Alvin also said, you don't want to be a one-year hit. Again, this is a, mm. that's not a cup or bust quote right there. That's a quote of someone who wants this to be a successful franchise for a long, long time. Of course, every GM wants that. But, you know, sometimes your uh, your actions speak louder than your words as well. Um, one other quote that I think uh, uh, I found interesting and viewers and uh, listeners might find interesting, uh, Patrick Covey said, quote, I've got an aggressive boss that's on me every Ooh. day, and I like that. Don't take that the wrong way, okay? This, I'm not writing the uh, Albion Rutherford erotic novel here, but... Uh, Ackley wants again, the cup. <laughs> he wants the cup, man. This guy <laughs> wants the cup, dude. Yo, dude, okay, I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm going to say this. I also think there's a chance that uh, Alvin and Rutherford, based on skill alone, I'm putting a lot of eggs in their basket. I'm pumping their tires up a lot. But I, I feel as if the Canucks can do some major shopping while giving, up, giving out the lease. Like there's still a chance uh, of us being 
utterly shocked about what we got and what we gave up. Because mm-hmm. I know it's been a while, but uh, I think it's safe to say that these guys have a chance to be at the top of their class in their positions, you know, across the league, president, GM, right now. You know, like, they're skilled in their own regard. So a lot can go on, and I keep saying cup or bust. Again, I'll say it again. I, I am owning that. Again, first place, 50 games. Goal differential is nice. The team is playing better. We're not getting lucky. We have a lot of stars. We have a lot of depth. Uh, as a sports fan, I, I don't know how I can love this team my whole life and not think it's the time now for me to turn on the, uh, let's get to June. Let's get to June. Let's play some hockey in June for the fourth time in franchise history. Can't blame me. Now, if that doesn't happen, you think I'm going to get mad? Dude, I'm 30 and a half years old. I'm a wise man. I've read a couple of Deepak Chopra books in my life. You know how lucky we are right now? I'm not going to get mad, but I'm also going to lean into cup or bust because you're not always going to be first place. You're not always going to have five all-stars. You're not going to always have this team. You know, we have a lot of UFAs, a lot of guys trying to make more millions, you know, set up their future. How do you do that? You play more games. You play. I'm leaning into that too, okay? Because that, it can all be true. Oh, buddy. Uh, I love the energy you're bringing. And, uh, you know, again, I don't think Alvin thinks cover bus, but as far as fans think cover bus, you know, feel however you want to feel, man. I'm not here to gatekeep your fandom. Uh, one thing I did want to bring up about Alvin was, you know, I think there's been, again, he's only been here for two years, but there's been so many things that he's done mm-hmm. to transform this franchise. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I listed nine reasons. I'm going to write about this for Daily Hive. Um, but I'm going to uh, <laughs> going to show up my top three reasons right now why Alvin has transformed the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, number three, choosing JT Miller over Bo Horvat. Number two, choosing Tockett <laughs> over Bedard. And number one, <laughs> buying out Oliver Ekman Larson. <laughs> hey, hey, move the shoulders, baby. That, uh, move the shoulders, baby. Oh, yeah. Dude, on. Uh. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, buddy. That's a hot list, man. That's a hot list. That's a sexy list, bro. That's a dude. That's crazy, man. Okay, let's get to these comments before we get to the end of the show. Man, oh man, you guys are just making me laugh in the comments. How about this, man? Bob Dob. Two managers, one cup. Why not us, man? Why not us, okay? Sorry, <laughs> Sorry for those who had to go to therapy for that. I knew a few buddies that did, but uh, anyways, it's another story. Lowered expectations, okay? Trevor, okay, he's, you know, again, he's he's a wise guy. He's looking at all angles. But if you really read in between the lines, he's also, you know, I think you're you're kind of high like me, okay? I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, okay? You're, you're doing a good job here being rational, but I, I see, a little bit, see a little bit of irrationality in you as well, a.k.a. I see a future where you're already thinking of eating hot dogs with me, like shoving a ton of hot dogs in my mouth with you in June watching game three of the Stanley Cup finals. Oh, dude. Like I said, I, I really hope they make it to at least the conference finals. Cause it's here. This is my fear. I've said on the show before I'm going on a two week trip with my wife and the kids, uh, excited for this road trip with the family, but it's going to happen exactly when round two is going to be on. So if the Cucks make it to round two, like we're, we, you and me got to find a way to do this show, man. Uh, I got to find man. a way to watch the games while traveling and with two kids. But, uh, Man, oh man! Again, if they make it to the conference finals, I'll be I'll be locked in. We'll be watching every goddamn game together, bro. Uh, let's wrap up the show on the other side. Uh, haven't done it yet this week, but we will cover the Canucks goats from last week on the other side. But first, I got a shout out factor. 
All right. We're in the new year. Okay. You know what they say? New year, new you. Okay. Well, that might not be true, but what you can do is eat a little healthier. Okay. There's never a bad time to do that. And if you're looking to eat a little healthier, make sure you choose Factor. Okay. Factor's ready to eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success here in the new year. With over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan plus veggie, and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your New Year's resolutions. And you know what's great about Factor is you can skip the overpriced takeout trap, okay? You know, even for me, man, I don't know. Do we have any we don't have any sponsors for skip the dishes or DoorDash? I'd rather go drive to the restaurant, go pay the restaurant the tip. Rather than tip, skip the dishes, man. Man, that's just me, though, man. That's just me. Sometimes I get lazy, you know. But you're, you're hey, a healthy guy, man. You're you're good fan. You're you're a good dad. Like again, if you're new to the show, Trevor goes into the forest. He hunts his own food. Like he's. Thank you, man, for your service. True, it's true, man. But uh, make sure again with Factor, you can skip that overpriced takeout trap. Factor is cheaper and way more delicious than takeout. Get chef crafted, restaurant quality meals delivered right to your door. They're ready and heat. To heat and eat in just two minutes. Well, it's more time for you. Hey, two minutes. That's one more than I need, baby. Guess you see what I mean? Anyways, what? head to factormeals.com slash locked on NHL 50 and use code locked on NHL 50 to get 50% off. That's code locked on NHL 50 at factormeals.com slash locked on NHL 50 to get unbelievable 50% off. Go do it. We back, we back on Locked On Canucks. My name is Kyle Bowen. That right there is my homie Trevor Beggs, the family man, doing his thing. Subscribe, hit the like button. It's uh, it's free, and it really helps us out. Again, Valentine's Day coming up. Uh, Trevor, if you don't know, he's one of the most romantic guys in the world. He believes that you should be taking your girl out for dinner at least once a week. That's just the truth. And uh, if you subscribe, there's a better chance that we can do that because Cactus Club, man, I think they're going to find out about us pretty soon, man. And if we could do a partnership with Cactus Club and take our girl out for free once a week to promote not just the show and the Canucks and some local-ish, but love in general because love will heal us all. Bro, again, Begsy, you and I, we're not bigger than the Canucks or hockey, but this is. Let's go. That's Locked On Canucks, baby. Your team Every day. All right. Enough of the Cactus Club dreams. Okay. Let's uh, let's end with the goats of the week here on Locked On Canucks. All right. Where's the Where's the goat, man? Do it for Calum to do. All right. So again, we did this last Tuesday. So only two games since then: Wednesday against St. Louis, Saturday against the Columbus Blue Jackets. And this might have been the easiest goal to the week I've ever done because neither goalie played great. And guess what? Only five Canucks even registered points in those two games. So uh, I'm going to break it down. I'll go from five to one this week. At number five, I have Elias Pettersson again. We know in St. Louis, didn't play his best game. Rick Tucker called him out, blah, blah, blah. But he bounced back with two goals, including the overtime winner against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Number four, I had Quinn Hughes, you know, arguably the most steady Canuck last week in my eyes. Uh, Quinn Hughes, just so silky smooth, doing mm-hmm. his thing. He's a nightmare if you're trying to defend this guy at the blue line. And he had, what, three assists on Sunday against Columbus? Unbelievable guy. Uh, number two, JT Miller. 
again, just set up men extreme last week, four assists in those two games, um, you know, leading the charge for the Vancouver Canucks. And numbers two and one, it was the two guys who got hat tricks last week. Okay, I got P.U. Suter at number two. Uh, he had three goals and five points in two games. And at number one, I have Brock Besser. Pretty sure it's his first uh, spot at number one on our goats of the week. He had three goals and three assists in six games. Again, just an unreal game against the Blue Jackets with those three goals and then sets up Pedersen for the overtime winner. Kyle, how about that for the goats this week? I like it, man. I like the energy. Uh, shout out to the Vancouver Canucks. First in the first in the league, doing the most for us. And uh, yo, honestly, I want to dedicate the goats of the week to the people on this episode, okay? They're the real goats. Everyone watching this, mm-hmm. liking it, just being here with us. I love them so much so that I know you got to go pretty soon. I'm going to answer some questions, okay? Because I've seen some comments. They're going to get me talking for like five to ten minutes. But, again, Trevor's a family man. you got to get back to work pretty soon. So, did a great job on Goats of the Week. Go Canucks, go. And, Trevor, never give the Oilers that much credit again, okay? I let it slide today. I let it slide today. But if you do that with me in person, it's going to be a problem, man. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll live stream the slap fight. I'll slap the negativity with Pedersen out of you, and you'll slap me for there giving you go, the Oilers man. any there love. Look, I still said I picked the Canucks in the series. Let's be real. But I got to I gotta be honest. I got to break down for the people properly, okay? Log mm-hmm. dog Canucks, baby. Honest people. Honest podcast. Boom, Your bam. team every day. West Coast bias. West Coast bias. West Coast bias. Um, you could say bye to the people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to read some of these comments, do my thing. And uh, I love you, man. I love you. Love you too, bro. And I love the listeners even more. Peace. Okay, okay, Trevor's gone. We're going to read some comments and and get to talking, man, because I saw something up here, man. I wasn't happy about it, man. I think somebody's watching different hockey, you know? It's uh, it's uh, Fortsy Balls. Fortsy Balls? Is he trying to get me to, is this a riddle? Anyways, he says that Quinn Hughes has flamed out already. He's had a great start, but not as of late. He hasn't been great. He hasn't been historic. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I know recently, like really recently, the Canucks have kind of struggled against the Blues, a middling team, and the Blue Jackets. Uh, this all being said, look at the third period of those games, man. Who who are our best players? It was those guys at the All-Star break or at the All-Star game. And uh, it was Quinn Hughes. Same thing with Pedersen, right? Struggling a little bit, but in the third period of hockey games. Recently, he's given us a lot. So I'm leaning into that. I don't think Quinn Hughes has been struggling as of late, I think there was a small stretch maybe like 10 games ago, 14 games ago, where he was kind of whatever, but he's been pretty damn excellent this whole, this whole time. In fact, he's right up there with Kucherov, McKinnon, as for being the best players in hockey this season the whole way through. Remember, he is a defenseman. That's just the truth. Come on. How about this one? Two managers, one cup again. I died in a good way. Uh, that was really funny. And, you know, two managers, one cup. I know it's a joke, and one's a president, and one's a GM. But I mentioned this off the top, man. A lot of star player, star power, I'm sorry, in the uh, management group, okay? A lot of swagger. They may be the best in their class right now. They're feeling it. Past Stanley Cup champions. Maybe they're operating at, like, 93 overall right now, 95 overall. They're feeling it. And because of that, they're going to do some fleecing at this year's deadline. Just the truth. Again, I mentioned this, uh, what, during the middle of the episode, and it's pretty dark. And maybe this is why 
I stuck around because I'm trying to, I'm trying to calm down here. I need to take a break too, okay? But I mentioned how if the Canucks do go all in this season, maybe it's an indication that they know that this may be their last year with Pedersen. Things happen. Things happen. It is what it is, right? It may be Pedersen's last year. If they go all in, it would make sense to do so if that's the case. And if they go all in, they can recoup a lot of their assets for that long-term vision mixed in with the culture once they make a trade, right? Involving a guy who may not sign here. A really good player. It is what it is. I know, I'm sounding dark. But maybe I'm more comfortable talking about it because I'm more secure in the fact that I don't think the Canucks are going to fumble the bag. I think they're going to be consistent, okay? They got the right people at the top. Again, Alvin signs a three-year deal. Read the quotes. Read the quotes. Read it yourself. Saying the right things. It's the the all-star break. I'm living in the moment. And I'm saying a lot of things, okay? Being delusional, we want the cup right now, blah, blah, blah. I know. I know. At the the bottom of my heart, I think Vancouver Canucks hockey is back. I think we're going to be here again talking about the same-ish 12 months from now, whether we win it or not, because the standard is raising, and based on this year, I think it's going to be It's going to be to the point where we're talking about the Stanley Cup again. Only. And that's where you want to be as a sports fan. That's where you want to be if you're a Vancouver Canucks fan. Because we've been around for a long time. And we don't got a Stanley Cup. And I want one of those. Any more comments? That I want to read. Callum, dude. Callum Sandu. That's the guy, man. Uh, somebody did mention that they wanted to see a live show in Surrey. During the playoffs. Scott Road. 72nd, 120th, got to do it for Surrey. Maybe, maybe there's a Cactus Club down the street. Just the truth. Anyways, that's all I got. Man, oh man, Kyle Bound, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N, doing the talking at the Donto's Art Lab. One love to the Locked On Podcast Network, doing the most. One love to Trevor Beggs, the family man. And uh, I think somebody did allude to the fact that Trevor should ditch his wife and kids during the road trip that he's going on where the Canucks may may be playing in the second round because the Canucks come first always. Look, man, I'm a fan first. I signed my soul to the fans yesterday, okay? Full-time fan. No matter what happens with the show, no matter what happens with the Vancouver Canucks, okay? I'm a fan first. Never a member of the media. I'm a fan first, and I'll always be there, okay? Whether Trevor's not there, I'm going to be there. We're going to be talking about Locked on Canucks the whole way through, and, uh, We appreciate you and you and you and you. And again, subscribe, hit the like button, shout the locked on. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. I don't know when you're listening to this, but hey, we appreciate it. Peace. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.